What's up, everyone? My name is Evan Sorakis, and welcome to the NYC Hoop School Podcast. With this podcast, this one goes out to the parents. Most parents always have the right intent in trying to care and love their kids through their development, but most times, they do more harm than good. Today, we're going to dive into everything that goes into being a parent and fulfilling their role in their child's basketball development. We'll discuss a few common mistakes parents make with their kids' process. We'll dive into the role as a parent you should have in your kids' development. And we'll talk about a few action steps you could take to now fulfill your role and help your kid reach their full potential. I look forward to diving into this information with you, and let's get right into it. Now with this podcast, it's going to be broken down into three parts. Part one, we'll go through the common mistakes. Part two, we'll talk about your role as a parent. And part three, we'll talk about those action steps. Let's start here with part one. Part one is the common mistakes that parents make with their kids' development. And with this, I just want to go through a few common mistakes that parents make. And there's a ton that parents make, but here's the core five I want to talk about. Number one, screaming in the stands. This one drives me absolutely crazy. As a parent, you got to realize that by screaming in the stands, you're getting your kid out of their flow state. When you get a kid out of their flow state, they don't perform as well, they get distracted, they start putting more pressure on themselves, and it becomes a very negative experience. You've also got to realize that by screaming in the stands, it looks bad, not only for you, but for the kid. That's very selfish. And so now by destroying the mental of your kid, they're really not going to be able to perform at their best. They also start developing a process in their mind to maybe always look back at the parent. You're screaming at them, screaming at them, screaming at them. You want to get their attention. And what happens? They start looking at you and looking at you and looking at you. And now think about the habit that they're building. They're not focusing on the game. They're focusing on you. That's a bit selfish. And if you're the kind of parent too that hates a kind of coach that's all over your kid and it's tough to play in that situation, don't you think it's the same way as a parent? If you're screaming at your kid, it's very hard to be successful. We've got to stop making this mistake as a parent. Let's go into mistake number two, making your kid a victim. Most parents, when their kid is in a tough situation, they always point the finger. My kid isn't playing and it's the coach's fault. How is that benefiting your kid by taking the focus off of them? If you're pointing at the coach, your kid's going to start pointing at the coach. And now what? They're never going to look back at themselves and say, what do I need to improve? You see, we've got to keep the focus on the player. Every coach wants to win. And so if they want to win, they would be playing you if you were good enough. What can you do as a player to improve? Because if you're not looking at it that way, well, you're never going to improve. You're never going to play anyways. We've got to bring the attention back on the player. As a player, how can you turn this negative situation into a positive one? What are some advantages of you not playing? Maybe it's getting extra lifts and extra workouts in. Maybe you could be a little bit more creative on the court and develop different parts of your game. Overall, you've got to realize that we can't just point fingers and make our kids a victim. You've got to point that finger back at the kid and be like, you're not good enough. And now this leads right into mistake number three, not being honest with your kid. Maybe you're always pointing the finger and you're always saying, oh, you're doing great, kid. You're doing awesome, but it's the coach's fault. You've got to be honest with him. If your kid isn't performing well, you've got to be honest. Don't always tell your kid they're doing great when they're not just to make them feel better. You've got to be honest with them. And it's not doing it in a harsh way. You could walk them through a simple reflection process that is unemotional. What are three positives from the game? 
What are three negatives from the game? What are three goals you would have for next game? Simple as that. There's no emotions there. And by doing that now, what you're doing is you're being honest with them. You're looking at the facts and now you're building. Don't just point fingers. Don't just say, oh, you did fine. Reflect on things. You've got to be honest with them. Mistake number four, getting involved with the coaches and not allowing your kid to get involved. So let's say you're in a situation where your kid isn't playing. Well, don't go right to the coach as a parent. Make your kid do that. They've got to mature. They're eventually going to have to have some tough conversations. Make your kid have that conversation. Because once you get involved as a parent, things get very complicated as a coach. And you don't want to be the kind of parent that came between your kid playing on that court. You put yourself at risk to do that. You might think you're helping the kid, but you won't be. You've got to get your kid to get full responsibility. Have them navigate through the issues. And then now they can grow through that. What you've got to realize here is this. You could scream in the stands all you want. You could make your kid a victim. You could lie to your kid and say they're doing great when they're really not. You can get involved with the coaches and not your kid. But you've got to realize that the biggest mistake that we're all making here is you're not allowing your kids to fail. You've got to let your kids fail. You've got to let your kids struggle. Because struggle leads to growth. And the process of them failing is what's going to build them up as a player. It might spark something. That might lead to more results in the future. Maybe they're not playing on their high school team right now. What is that going to build them towards? Is that going to spark the motivation that they need to put in extra work over the offseason? Maybe they're struggling in games and they're not making shots. Is that going to spark them to want to get more shots up? All of this struggle that they're going through is going to make them a better basketball player. And also, it's going to make them a better man or woman. You've got to allow your kids to struggle. That is truly the highest form of love because if you've got that long-term perspective, you should know that struggle will lead to growth and ultimately will help them reach their full potential. These are many common mistakes that parents make with their kids. And there's a ton more. But overall, you've just got to realize that you've got to do more positive than negative. If you could avoid the mistakes and just stay in your role as a parent, that's what's going to lead to more results. Now, before we get into part two here about talking about your role, I just want to stop here and say this. I've dealt with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of players. And what I constantly see is parents doing more harm than good. Maybe they put too much pressure on their kid. Maybe they're not allowing their kid to struggle in a situation. They're constantly getting involved. There's so many issues that happen with parents. And it's understandable. You love your kid. But what you've got to realize that it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about the kid. What's going to help your kid reach their full potential? Is it you getting involved all the time? Screaming in the stands? Not being honest with them and just telling them all these random things? No. You've got to follow some kind of format to now get your kid to the results they want to ultimately get to. Here's how you can do this with part two of now fulfilling your role as a parent in your kid's development. And it all starts here. You've got to realize as a parent, you are a mentor. You're not the trainer. You're not the coach. You are the guide for your kid through their process. You should be guiding them. You should be encouraging them. You should be mentoring them through their problems. That's your role. And with that role, it's not always easy to stay in that role, but you've got to stay within it. For example, Here's how you can guide your kid. Well, after a game, go through a post-game reflection. 
What were some positives? What were some negatives? What were some goals you would have for next game? In addition to that, you can guide them through a tough situation. Let's say they're not playing a lot. You could help them and say, all right, what is this preparing for you for? What can you do now to get through this tough situation? Maybe earn some more playing time. How can this make you a better player in the future? You could also guide them on how they could win over the coach. Staying positive, working harder, being a better leader. There's so many things you could do as a parent that the coach can't do and a trainer can't do. If you can guide your kid in this way, you're going to be fulfilling your role and actually getting more results. Same thing can be said with encouragement. Your kid might be in a very negative situation. They don't want to hear more negativity. Maybe you could encourage them, pour some positivity into them. Maybe if they're having a couple of bad games in their own, struggling mentally, you could encourage them, explain to them that this is part of the process. You see, you have the deepest connection with your kid. They're your kid. A coach didn't raise your kid. A trainer didn't raise your kid. You can have that connection. So take advantage of that. Encourage them. Guide them. They will listen to you. And the same thing can be said as now we dive into some mentorship. Teach them a long-term perspective. Show them how to be a better leader. Give them some qualities they need to be successful. Work hard, stay consistent, build good habits. As a parent, you can do all of this. You can guide them, encourage them, mentor them. You could guide them in a way where they have to now execute their schedule to now reach their full potential. You can do all of this as a parent, but it all starts with you just fulfilling your role. Overall, you've got to realize that you've got to put your kid in a position to be successful. You can do the research to guide them with the right trainers. You can explore the right AAU programs that would fit his or her development process. You could understand the actual process that goes into player development and now give them some tools to execute it. Maybe it's hiring a trainer. Maybe it's showing them how to go through their blueprint. Maybe it's speaking with people in the industry so that now you could take that information and giving it back to your kid. You could potentially hire a mentor for your kid. You could make additional sacrifices to take your kids to parks and workouts. You've got to realize that you're just here to put them in a position to be successful. If you could put them in a position to be successful and guide your kid fulfilling your role as a mentor, that's what's ultimately going to help and maximize your role as a parent for your kid. Notice here, before we even get to some action steps you could take, all you're trying to do now is provide value. You're not harming the kid. You're not even putting yourself in a position to do harm on your kid. But you've got to be that mentor, be that ally, be that support system. And the story I always love talking about here is this. I remember I once went to a Tyrese Maxey clinic. I was helping him out with the clinic. There was like 200 kids there. And what I saw there was Tyrese Maxey has the most unbelievable support system I have ever seen. I'm talking his whole family was there. Mom, dad, siblings, cousins. Then you've got his trainers, his dietitians, his coaching staff. He has this massive support system. But then when you think about a high school player, what's their support system? Not everyone has the luxury to have a trainer, good coaches, family around them that's played basketball. They don't really have a support system. But you know who that support system could be? You as a parent. You could step up as a parent and be that support system for your kid. It all starts with you fulfilling your role and just putting them in a position to be successful. Let's now dive into part three 
of some action steps you can take as a parent to now help your kid. First thing is this, you've got to be willing to change. If you're not willing to change as a parent, you're constantly going to be harming your kid and not doing them good. And nobody is perfect. 90% of parents make the mistake with their kid's development. They do something where maybe they are screaming at the kid. They make their kid a victim. They're constantly involved with the coaches. They don't let their kids fail. There are parents that are like that. But now you have some education that you can now change. Use that to your advantage and now use it for good. In addition to that, start now applying more good and you'll see what kind of bad harms the kid. For example, let's say you have some bad habits of a parent that you're screaming in the stands. Well, start here. I want you to start with just doing some good for your kid. Start with doing some post-game reflections after games. See the response you get from your kid. Talk to them and say, hey, these are some positives I saw. Here were three negatives. So you got three positives, three negatives, and three goals you would have for next game. See their response. Talk to them about it. Communicate with them. Walk them through that. See what happens with your kid. Maybe he's communicating a long-term vision with your kid if they're going through a hard time right now. Let's say they went through a very difficult time with their high school season. Or they're not getting the playing time that they want with their AAU season. Well, communicate a long-term vision with them. See how the pressure gets taken off of them. Give them that long-term perspective. What is this building you towards? How can you respond to this to make you a better player? All of this will now just help move your kid forward to developing as a player. And the same thing can be said with just giving them tools and services to actually help them with their improvement. Do more good. Hire a trainer. Give them the app that they need to improve as a player. Start giving them the tools and access they need and see their improvement. By adding in the good, you'll start seeing all the harm that you're doing and you'll actually want to pour more into being positive as a parent. Overall, you've just got to just be willing to invest in your kid. You can learn through struggle and tons of time, or you can invest your time right now to make a change or invest the money to accelerate their process. That decision is up to you. Because if you invest your time right now to change as a parent, you're going to be investing into your kid. You're going to get better results. If you're willing to invest the money to give your kid a better basketball experience, would that be worth it for you? Hiring the right trainer, putting them on the right AAU program, investing in a mentor. Are you willing to invest that money to give your kid a better basketball experience? That decision is up to you. But to me, when you think about a kid that's miserable, not happy, and not achieving their goals, are you willing to invest that time and money? Same thing can be said with even college. I love talking about this topic. Are you willing to invest the money in a trainer or a mentor to now help your kid get a college scholarship? You see, college scholarships could be anywhere up to fifty dollars to $250,000. Are you willing to invest the money to now get your kid more results? You see... You can invest in your education, you can invest in trainers, you can invest in your role. But whatever you do, this is all to help the kid move forward. We've got to realize that the action steps we can take as an industry, as parents, as coaches, as trainers, is all just bringing it back to the kid. We can help them get more results. And that's powerful. We've got to acknowledge that. To conclude here, we talked about a ton of information. We talked about some common mistakes parents make with their kids' process. We went through the role that you should have as a parent in your kids' development. And 
we discussed a few action steps you could take. With all this information, I really, really want you to now reflect and think about some moments you've had as a parent. I'm sure you've had some negatives, but I'm sure you've had some positive as well. You've got to realize that you are in a very powerful position as a parent with your kid's development. You can be the parent that does tons of harm to your kid, makes them want to stop playing basketball and it becomes a very negative environment for them. Or you could be the parent that looks back and says, I did everything I can for my kid. And your kid would reciprocate that and thank you down the line. The example I always love using here is reflecting back on when I was a player. My dad, when I was in high school, used to wake up at 5 a.m. every single morning to take me to work out. Think about that as a parent. You might wake up every single day at 6, but now you change your whole schedule to now wake up at 5 to just drop your kid off at school. And the reason why I say that is because if it wasn't for me waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, I wouldn't be talking on this podcast right now. This is when I fell in love with the game, I dove into my education, and eventually became a trainer. So credit goes to my father, fulfilling his role as a parent, bringing it back to me, and now look at what became of that. You could have a similar story with your kid. You make some extra sacrifices, you invest more time into them, you do everything you can to help your kid reach their full potential, who knows where that could go? At the very least, you'll have the peace of mind of saying, I did everything I possibly could to help my son or daughter be successful. At the end of each podcast, we give you an execution key to execute all the information in the podcast. And the execution key for this podcast is to take one thing from this podcast and apply it to your process as a parent. If you're the kind of parent that recognizes that you make some mistakes, Well, have that reflection with yourself and change. Find one thing you can change and execute that. Maybe it's a bad habit you have of always yelling at your kid. Maybe you put your kid as the victim in front of their tough situation. Maybe you're not fulfilling your role the right way. Whatever it is, find one thing and change it. Because all it takes is one change that can make a positive impact on your kid. That could lead to a compound effect that ultimately changes your role improves your role, and now your your kid is going to be starting to head in the right direction. You've got to realize that you're in a very powerful position as a parent. You can help your kid reach their full potential and do everything that you can to help them do. As always, with our brand NYC Hoop School, be willing to communicate with us. We are here to help you. If you want to put your kids in a position to be successful, there's no better place to do it. Here at NYC Hoop School, we have our in-person academies, exposure events, online curriculum, mentorship, app, and so much more. We currently just launched our brand new NYC Hoop School app that guides players through their development. Be willing to invest your time, money, and effort as a parent to help your kid reach their full potential. I promise you, you will not regret it. If we all want to move this game forward, we've all got to fulfill our roles. As a player, players got to fulfill their role. Trainers got to fulfill their role. Coaches got to fulfill their role. And most definitely, as a parent, you need to fulfill your role here. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. As always, stay driven by results, and I can't wait to see you in the next one.